Hello everybody out there in Clicksland and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I am your host Adam and this is episode 118. As usual we have my buddy Dan in the studio and we also have a special guest who's returning after a long hiatus. That's right everybody, Kane is finally back on the show kane welcome back after about a month or so hiatus oh man i'll tell you it's good to be back ladies and gentlemen i miss all y'all i miss you so yeah uh kane just had a little conflict with work schedule as you know he was usually getting here late uh when he was part of the podcast and they had to take a little bit of a break but now he's back so hope everything is going good on your end kane well, it is actually, uh, yeah. So you mentioned the work. Uh, I just got a job offering today that is hopefully going to switch me to a better schedule, um, and I will most likely not be late for a while. So, <laughs> so I'm pretty excited and and uh, I'm pretty glad to be back. So awesome! All right. Well, before we get into our hero clicks news, we've got a lot to talk about personal lifestyle. So let's get into a quick. How was our week? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. We'll start out with Kane because we haven't heard from Kane in like a month and a half to two months. So, Kane, what's new with you? All right, strap in, ladies and gentlemen. So, what's new with me is I got over the COVID. Okay, so I'll tell you what, for about three weeks, I was knocked out in my bed, just not feeling good. So be careful out there, everyone. It's going out pretty bad because we were talking before the podcast. Adam got it. Dan, I heard in last week's episode, Dan had it. So, like, it just it's it's rough out there right now. Uh, I had it. I was out. Um, still kind of feel a little grovelly, but I'm, I'm feeling better. I'm on my feet, back to work. So I'm doing doing pretty good on that end. And then with the COVID, kind of kept up uh, watching everything. I was watching uh, what we got. Man, we have the Book of Boba Fett. Ladies and gentlemen, Book of Boba Fett. Check that out if you haven't. We got uh, Peacemaker. Really good. We finished up Hawkeye at the beginning of the year. Cobra Kai. There's a lot of stuff I was watching. So uh, we have all that. And as far as new stuff as well, like just like I said at the top podcast, I got my job coming in, so pretty excited. Pay increase, um, better job title, all the fun stuff. So pretty excited, and uh, that was pretty much all that's new. Oh, uh, and just to kind of touch base uh, real quick was um, at the last time I was on, I mentioned I had to take a break because of family matters and stuff. Um, that turned out being um, resolved in, in a, the best way it can be. Um, I had a family member that was really, really sick. Um, wasn't looking too good. Um, but recently she just got released from the hospital a couple weeks ago. Um, and we're still kind of taking care of her. Um, that's becoming a little difficult, but, uh, she's good and not on death's door. So it's pretty, pretty nice. So, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much everything. Quick update on my, on my end. So that's awesome. To hear. To back, like I said. Yeah. And as you might have heard, Kane sounds a little bit different. Kane, why do you sound a little bit different today? 
I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I got myself a nice microphone, and it it looks nice and it sounds nice. I'll tell you, so a little clearer. And I figured I uh, I've been listening to a couple of old episodes, and man, I tell you what, those uh those iPhone headphones do not do anything justice. <laughs> I sounded horrible compared to this, so pretty excited. Yeah, so we are upgrading on all of our ends. Mike or um Dan's got my old mic, which was a pretty good one after I upgraded to my new one and then Kane asked me, "Hey, what mic do you use?" and I sent him the link and he got that one. So we are bringing you nice, clear, crisp audio quality now here only after about two and a half years of our podcast being started. Uh, yeah, only after that. <laughs> uh Dan, what about you? What's new with you this week? Uh works uh, works weird. Uh, I, I've never had this, but working for a scaffold company because it's construction related, um, it's a little slow right now as far as like, because we have guys in the field and we have guys in our shop that do work. So the guys in the shop, we had to lay one off um, and it's a rotating layoff. So, because there's four total in there. So it's like one and then they switch every week. Um, but I think it's starting to pick up and it looks like it's going to start picking up uh, pretty fast. But with all the downtime, I'm trying to get all my training done thing is i'm gonna start doing uh like billing and that type of thing and like just i'm gonna pick up the rest of the slack and just manage the office pretty much um so that's that's where i'm at it's gonna everything's gonna pick up pretty fast so i kind of this week and maybe next week are gonna be where i'm gonna have to kind of rush and get my training done and get moving so it's uh it's gonna be a, a roller coaster for a bit very nice um, and then as Kane mentioned for me, yes, I did get COVID as well. If you listened to our Patreon giveaway on Facebook last night, yep, I got COVID. My son got it, not last Thursday, but the, the Thursday before that. Uh, it was just really weird. He was fine all day. My wife's mom came to watch the kids. And when I got home, you know, we played, I chased him around. He was running around the house like crazy. And then at like seven o'clock out of nowhere, he spiked a fever and had a really croupy cough and had a really rough night. He, he kind of knew something was going on. He didn't really have problems breathing, but because of his croupy cough, it just woke him up all the time. <clears throat> and then, uh, I was feeling okay. And then on Monday, because I had off Friday and Monday from school, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a take it home test and see what happens because I have work tomorrow and I tested positive. And then my wife wasn't feeling the best on Wednesday. She took one. She tested positive. Uh, the only one that didn't get it was our daughter, Madison, who turned a year yesterday. But we're thinking that she brought it home from daycare because before all this, at least once a week, we were getting an email from daycare saying that someone in Madison's classroom tested positive for covid so almost and you know if you have any babies out there you know that they share everything and chew on everything so i'm betting that she brought it home she maybe had some immunities from whatever pass it on to caden pass it on to me pass it on to my wife um i felt fine for the most part through the whole thing i just had a runny nose sneezed um I had one rough night, if you want to call it that, but it wasn't even that bad. Same thing with my wife. It just, it seems like the biggest thing is it makes you tired. Like, you don't have a lot of breathing problems, at least from what my experience is. I don't know if Kane or Dan, if you had any breathing problems or anything like that, but it just seemed like it knocked you out for the most part. I, I definitely had breathing problems. Like, I still feel it. Like, my nose, like, I don't have my sense of smell back, um, and my nose is, like, super congested. 
Um, so yeah, it, 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 it's hitting everybody a little different. And I don't know if it's like, I don't know, this sounds a little weird to say, but like old strand, new strand type of thing. But, um, yeah, it's, it's different, uh, levels of intensity. I'll well, say I that. think it's, it's not Delta. I think it's just, um, I think, well, at least from the, what I had, it felt like Omicron. Cause I mean, it, comparatively, like it's just, I didn't lose my sense of smell or taste. I just, it was like just a really bad cold for the most part yeah, and a lot of, and a lot of and a lot of fatigue that was pretty much it yeah. well and, and that's what's hurting for me and yeah. i've also heard they've done studies that if it also kind of depends on what blood type you are like if you're o you it doesn't hit you as hard and me and my wife and daughter and son obviously are o i don't know what you guys are but i've heard it oh. I am O negative. So that makes sense. I am unpositive what I am. (laughs) (laughs) You're unpositive. (laughs) Yep. Uh, I only I only know because I've donated blood a few times. They're like, "Hey, we like you. You're you're the universal donor. Please more." Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't maybe Kane find that out for your mom and maybe that will uh, shed light more on that study that they did. Maybe. But um, enough about the vid. Enough about, about the vid. But yeah, that is our week. Uh, we'll talk more about some media stuff in Kane's Media Corner because I watched a lot of Netflix this past mm-hmm. week because I was stuck home in a house for a week and a half with my son and daughter and didn't do much besides watch TV. But um, oh, that- r- real quick, um, r- real quick on that, like I finished Last of Us too. <laughs> that was a game I have <laughs> not like played at all, and I was able to beat it, so that was nice. Nice. But all right, let's get into some clicks. So first, let's get into some news. I was on mute the whole time. Sorry about that, everybody. I was like, I was like, man, it's a long intro. I didn't didn't know whether to talk or not. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm going to have to go in and edit that. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I won't say nothing else. You edit that, and I won't say nothing else. Uh, Sorry about that, everybody. But, yeah, we had our Patreon giveaway yesterday on Facebook Live. I didn't want to do it tonight because we have the podcast, and then I have basketball tomorrow, so I didn't want to wait uh, too far into the month to do it, but uh, I gave some stuff away. I'm also doing something where if you're in the chat in Facebook Live at the end of the raffle, I am also giving someone uh, a free prize um, who is uh, along with the chat. So that uh, Andrew Fairweather uh, got some prizes last night. Uh, we have this month's patrons. I can't see the stuff right now because it's on my uh, shelf all the way across the room, but I will be posting a picture of that in the next couple of days. Uh, so thanks again for everyone that is a patron, past or future. Uh, really appreciate it. it helps Thank us you. out with everything, with the prizing, with the Podbeam subscription, with the mics, all that stuff. So I hope you guys continue to support us. We love you guys out there. Um, yeah, just we really appreciate that. Uh, next, we have the Coffee and Clicks tournament. So... Me and Dan participated in that. We also had some other team members. Miles Kane participated in that. Uh, Austin, Austin Murray was going to, but he had the back out last minute. I, unfortunately, did not make it the top 16 cut. Neither did Dan, even though we both ended up being 2-1. and one. We just didn't have the points. I think I missed out by 15 points. But I'm kind of relieved because I, I, I liked my team, but I didn't like my team. It was a lot of placement mechanics with that team because it was the plus 10 Lockjaw, Grodd, Maggot team, and I just wanted to give it out a shot. I love Lockjaw. I'm definitely going to be working more with Lockjaw, but 
probably not with I have to be better at not winning map. Like whenever I lose map is when I lose the matchup. Happened in worlds, uh-huh. happened in this one. So I have to start working on teams where just like I don't have to win map to win the game. Yes, yeah, that's what I want to I want to build a team like that where I'm not reliant on map. I can just pretty much do whatever and it it'll, it should work. Yeah, cuz with my plus 10 animal theme I was playing the one game I lost was against a legacy Thanos with nine or six pro, green Proteuses and a Q, and he put me on data mine, and I just had nowhere to put my guys. That was the biggest thing. Um, uh, so, and then on top of that, like you always want to like like the biggest thing, maybe just to like help with that is just like practice on those maps, like especially on the maps that you feel like your team just is at a disadvantage. Just being able to practice against that, and yeah, definitely building. But like what I used to do was practice on those maps, and it helped a lot. Yeah. Um, real quick, the top 16 for that tournament is Patrick Fraser, Joe uh, Kovacs, Jay Solomon, Jackson Smith, who was in my pod, Paul Cotty, uh, Kenneth Small, Isaac A., Brad Royals, who was in Dan's pod, Nate White, Jared Lloyd, PJ Boland, Dan Powell, Azareth Strife, Taylor Spees, Manny Kinks, and Larry. Um, I also... I see that I see the standings as of uh, for the quarterfinals, but they haven't finished their last last two matchups yet for the quarterfinal. Yeah, the funniest thing is is Jackson was in my pod and I beat him, but he made it to the top sixteen. And Brad Broyles was in Dan's pod and Dan beat him, and Brad made it to the uh, top sixteen. So the two people that are in the top sixteen are the ones that we beat in our own pods, which <laughs> kind of funny. Um, but we yeah, I just didn't. The problem with my team was I just couldn't, I just didn't score enough points. Yeah. Uh, that was like my biggest problem was by the time I got my team going, the, the game was over. I just it ran out of time. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't have, okay. Um, so I either have to go faster or I, I'm not sure. So It's hard to go fast online too because you're checking stats and you're, it's just, be, roll 20 is a lot slower than person. Yeah, definitely. Um, Two of the top 16 games haven't been played yet, but so far in the quarterfinals, we have Patrick Fraser versus Jackson Smith, Paul Cotti versus Isaac, and Nate White versus Dan Powell. So we're still waiting on Azareth, Tyler, Manny, and Larry to play their games. But it was fun. Okay. Patrick Fraser is always a standout. I was like, I, I haven't seen his team of what he's playing, but I... Well, he was, he was the number one seed. He... Actually, had a clean sweep of 900 points. I got to see. Um, he was playing a monster team. He was in. Oh, he was. in pod A. Let's see where Patrick Frazier was. He was in pod G. Yeah, he had like a plus 13 monster team or some ridiculous something like that. Wow. Uh, what did he have? So he had a plus 13. He had Jubilee. <laughs> Two Moloids, four Green Proteuses. I'm sorry, three Moloids, four Green Proteuses. Uh, one, two, three Windigos, Storm Prime, Commissioner, Venom Magneto, Sky Tyrant, and Mick was his team. Interesting. So I guess that works because like Jubilee is just ridiculous when you get her on when you win map. So, uh, but if again, I mean, he was a plus thirteen, so it's going to be hard to beat him on map. I mean, I mean, you still can't. You still can because it's only a, a max of plus three now for your initiative. But yeah, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. How much the monster team changes in like six months? If uh, I'm assuming Dark Phoenix is gonna rotate because you're gonna lose Wendigo, 
You're going to lose Proteus. You're going to lose Storm Prime. So it's, that's going to be interesting how much that changes in six months. Yeah. But uh, congratulations to everyone that moved in top 16. Thank you, Anthony, for putting on the charity event. It's a really fun event. And yeah. I'm glad I could participate in it. Good cause, too. All right, so now let's talk about some War of the Realms. We did get a couple more previews. There was a store in Chicago that actually had their pre-release early, which um, I don't know how a lot of people feel about that. But um, yeah, they, as long as you're not like s- savagely scalping, I think it's like it's fine, right? Yeah, I mean they broke I mean, street break, street date. I, mean, I know a lot of people aren't fans of that, but it is what it is. They're definitely scalping, but that's just to be expected. I mean, yeah, and-, and that's and that's a problem with breaking street date, right? Like, I think everybody's on the same page where it's like, hey, like if it's an accident, cool, whatever. But when it's intentionally, like everyone has it first and everyone's selling it, and it's just like it's just it's just not okay. It's, it makes sense why no one likes it. And I'm not going to name names, but the person that was selling them, he wasn't putting them up for ridiculous prices. I think he. He pulled the Chase Venom and the Super Rare Daredevil, and I think he sold Daredevil for like forty, and I don't remember what the Chase. He posted the Venom for one hundred and fifty, which I feel like is a lot. That's a lot, but hey, if if you can get it, you know what else went for one hundred and fifty? That's not that's not worth it. (laughs) We had this conversation. I'm I'm jumping the gun here, but to all the people that spent a hundred to one hundred fifty on Thor's chariot, I'm sorry. But I kind of knew it wasn't going to be worth that money. I know a lot of people were like speculating retail and stuff like that, but not even close to one hundred and one hundred and fifty dollars. So if you did spend it's that, very, it's very sorry. cool, but it's not meta. It's very cool though. It's going to well, be, and I'll say, I'm going to real quick say this. Like on top of that, like yeah, it, to, you know, it's not meta. It doesn't have all these different things. But like, hey, if you spend one hundred fifty dollars and you think the hundred fifty dollars is worth it for you. Good job! Congratulations, you got you spent your money where you wanted it. Happy for you. But yeah. on our end, where we're talking about like the meditative and, and what it could could potentially be, it's just like it is a little disappointing. Still cool, but yeah. disappointing. It's going to be funny to see how much that drops now. Now that the legacy card was revealed, yeah. Well, I don't that think I, much. I, oh, I think curious. it's not. I think it's going to drop. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's not playable. I'm sorry. I'm calling. I'm saying it right now. That thing is not playable. Like, like for, I mean, for normal games, it's certainly not bad. But yes. no, I mean, if we're talking like meta competitive, well, no, no. And I think a lot of people were speculating that it was going to be like they're going to do this thing justice. It was 500 points of garbage back then. They're gonna they're gonna reinvent the wheel here. And I mean, it's it's not garbage now. It's definitely not garbage. Like it's much better than like when it came out. Real quick, let's, talk t- let's talk about it because I'm sure some people haven't seen it quite yet. So let me find it real quick. So this is what you're getting. Hey, well, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I got some things to say, but you go yep. ahead and tell us what it does. So it's got technically three starting lines, even though on the Legacy card it only has two. So it's kind of weird because it's got a 250-point starting line and then a 75-point starting line. But then there's a starting line before that, which I'm assuming they're still keeping at 500. But No, I think it would be... 300 but i was talking with someone and we were they were, he was speculating it's it's a, just a typo on WizKids part that they didn't make the third starting line shocking WizKids has a typo get out of here they never do that um but so let's talk about the powers so it has cosmic energy which it always had and then it's got a trait that says thor's chariot has cosmic energy which it's it had power cosmic so i, I don't 
it, I guess it technically has both, but that doesn't. Really no, it it's just they're just tidying it up for like sake of the new the changes they made and yeah. stuff to team. Players. That's all they're doing. Uh, it's like got, why can't we have both? You know what I mean? Like like why can't some have power cosmic and what? It doesn't have, give like, you anything extra. That's the thing. Like it doesn't give you any kind of advantage. But do we know? Like, maybe it's like 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 licensings or something. Like, is there a reason why you can't have both? They're I'm just assuming why we, why we're not using it. Yeah, I'm assuming That's they just it. wanted like one cohesive thing where it's because like they didn't want to have to separate quintessent and power cosmic. They just were like, well, it's the same thing for both sides, and it's not like tied to um, like a certain team, like how Brotherhood and what is it? Uh, well, I, I get that. I get where you're going with that. I'm going to interrupt you. I get where you're going with that, but like we haven't seen this on a DC figure, have we? What? Oh, cosmic, uh, cosmic Energy? Well, we haven't had a yeah. DC set in yeah. well, a year and a half. Well, yeah, no, all, the Wonder oh, Woman figures, sure. all the Wonder Woman figures have it. Like the, all okay, the, like, and that makes sense. Yeah, right. all, the, like, all the like gods and stuff or whatever, like Zeus and them, they all have the, the, the new uh, Cosmic Energy TA. Yep, you're right. Okay, cool. There we go. That makes sense then. Clarified it for me. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but yeah, the trait is he has cosmic energy and sidestep adjacent friendly characters that share a keyword can use defend, but only to replace Thor's mighty chariot defense. So like if you have a 16, you can use defend, but then you can lower Thor's defense, which I guess is. Cool. Well, it's more, it's more for raising him up because everybody probably has an 18 in yeah. comparison to his 17 so that way you bump him up so then he's his like values are still normalized for the most part yeah that's true that's a good way of putting it actually i was thinking going down for some reason um he's got a movement power charge when thor's mighty chariot use it after resolutions knockback all opposing characters he's moved through knockback just isn't what it used to be so that's really not that good if it was full movement charge then maybe he has a attack power energy explosion with triple Target when Thor's Mighty Chariot makes a ranged attack, modify attack by plus one for each token on the, his targets, and after resolutions, give each token a. Give an action token to all missed targets. Missed targets, sorry. It's that shiny um, font they use there. So that's okay. I mean, you're going to be getting pluses for. Um, or plus three if you target three people. Not bad. So he, he starts with that on his 75 point line, so. It's an eight running shot with a eight range, so you have a sixteen. Or no, sorry, you have a twelve swing, which is pretty good considering his range. Um, so you, yeah, you'll if you can if you line it up, you have like a twelve attack, which is pretty good for seventy five points. He's got a defensive power, which he only gets on his first three clicks at the point value we do not know, which is defend and impervious. And then he has a damage power, which is move, um, improve movement characters, move in a direct path. After resolutions, make a close attack targeting all opposing characters. Move through regardless of adjacency. Hit characters are dealt Thor's or his printed damage instead of normal damage. And you are getting that on his lower click at... I'm sorry, you're getting it on his higher click at the 250. 250. So he's potentially doing four damage to everybody, but that's too many points for... uh, Oh, no, it's just three. He only has three damage on those clicks. He has four. It's, oh, I'm sorry. That's a uh, damage power, not a movement power. So, 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 Dan, you, you, excuse me. You mentioned a um, a misprint. Do we know what the third point value was supposed to be? No, we don't. It's just there's okay. there's a, they made a new red line and they made a new yellow or like blue line or whatever. Um, and so, but we don't know what that like top line should technically be because it's not posted on the card. So yeah, it was just we were just speculating because I'm like. 
maybe they only want you to play it at 215.75, and then my friend pointed out they've never made a click that you couldn't start on the starting line unless, like, it was like it was intentional, like the um, like the vampire vampires. vampire dial. Yep. And then I'm like, yeah, that that is strange. Yeah, so it, it hopefully it's just a typo, and they are like, oh hey, this is the last point value for top dial. So th- there was potential for this guy. They could have made him a retaliator. A lot of people were ho- hoping that the that he was going to make both of the Rams as bystanders, but uh, he's a little bit of a letdown, to be honest. I'm I'm honestly happy with this because. It, I, or I'm going to take this as reading the tea leaves that I'm hoping that this is what they do to Surter and Ymir. Like, they push away from retail, and they're like, alright, they're going to be, they'll still be good, because they were good when they came out, but they won't be that anymore, which I'm, I would be very okay with. Retail should have always been range and line of fire, not just anywhere on the board. Well, I get that. I'm just saying that's. I'm only trying to like read this as a tea leaf, as, but this yeah. is like a really old figure too, so I don't know. But they, I, they, it's just I don't know. Retail was such an easy fix in my book. It's range and line of fire done. That way, Phoenix I don't know. I'm just, isn't coming across the board and whacking your whole team for two damage and healing up six or whatever. Yeah, I'm just. I would. I don't know. I would just be excited if they pushed away from retail because I mean, I don't mind it when it's like, like when they do the more team specific ones like you know hey if this guy attacked the guy that shared a keyword with me or something you know that's different um because then you're you know you're at least forced to play someone else with with that keyword yeah but uh just the generic retail that was was a little unbalanced but well not and to piggyback off that like to be honest like i think this thor's chariot is no bad Right, like I, I enjoy it, I like it. Um, I feel like this would be better if we didn't have like sky tyrants and like broken figures. I feel like this is <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm just saying, like let's let's be honest. Like I feel like this is kind of the return of form of okay. Before we had sky tyrant, we were like okay, we're starting to see figures that make sense for the point cost. They're not completely broken. They don't have all these powers in one one um one yeah, starting line. Like that's kind of the thing I'm seeing. Like even with these chases. For this set exactly. is like they're not overtly broken, right? Well, and then the problem is then we get figures like Sky. And before with Sky Tyrant, it was like Vulture, and then we got Dark Phoenix. Like it, they just keep doing this one figure that just breaks the game, and it's just it's unfortunate. But I mean, if we look at this Thor's chariot, like it's it's not bad. It, it looks fun. The mold is cool, and, and like we were talking earlier about the price point of it all. Like you know, I don't see it dropping too much um, because a we don't see this figure being sold um, outside of the second market. Yeah. Um, on top of that, um, it's an older figure. So those who have it are the ones that have it. So they can kind of set the market there. Mind you, I'm not a one for selling like high price figures. Uh, but at the same time, like the, you know, it's not uh, the supply and demand is, you know, it's there. Right. So I, I don't see this dropping too much, um, but we'll see. We'll see how much uh, the demand drops. All right, so right now, why don't we all take a figure from the new set, War of the Realms, and we'll just kind of talk about it. So uh, this is so this is so hard. <laughs> so I will, <clears throat> Kane. I know you got to look through some of them. Just, yeah, I was gonna say disclosure, everybody. I I really have been out of touch, so this this whole Avengers War of Realms will be pretty interesting for me. Everything will be brand new, so I have not looked at anything not even once so So, i'll go first just to give you guys a chance to look at some of the figures so one that i like is 051 crusader uh sarah rogers 
so, see, I was not impressed with her at all, honestly. Like, she's cool, but she's very just like she does one thing and that's it. I just her stats are her stats are crazy. What's what I like about her? Tell, tell us about her, Adam. Tell us about her. So she has Avengers and X Men team ability, six range, double target. She is 125 or 75 points, and this is actually a figure I like better at the higher point value than the lower point value. So she has improved targeting, ignores characters. She has a trait Mjolnir and Dad's shield. Free choose one until you choose again. Close combat expert or energy shield. She's got a movement power, speed and power, sidestep flurry, and she has a damage power, leadership, and empower. So for 125 points, you are getting a flyer that has a 12 charge, 12 quake, 19 impervious with a 4 damage special power, which is that leadership and empower. So what you basically do is you pick energy shield, and you get a 21 defense, 22 if you're in hindering, until you get up close, and you still have a 19 defense. Uh, if you want 75 points at d- discount price, you get a 10 charge, 11 quake, 8 impervious with a 4 damage with the same power. She has full dial empower, which I love. And uh, yeah, and that, okay, I, I, I just glossed over that trait, and I'm like, you know that. That makes her a lot better. I mean, she can potentially, if she has a light object, she is doing 13 for 6. I mean, yeah. So, no, that's cool. I, I just, I just, I kind of glossed over that trait, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of better. I mean, 13 for 6, or you put the uh, power gem. I guess power gem doesn't really matter that much because she already has close combat expert, so I take that back. But, um,. I think she's great. I mean, she's got Flurry, so she can also use Flurry and Close Combat Expert. So if she does get to those clicks, she's a 12 for 4. So she's never doing below a 4 damage. She is outwittable. That is what kind of sucks about her. But um, I just like her because she's she's easy to use. She's a beat stick. She comes at you hard. She's like a she thing or uh, something like that. Just comes at you hard. And and to be honest, like looking at her, um, I don't not like the 75 point line like no i don't i no, i like that too like it's good for 75 points yeah. like you're definitely getting you're getting what seven no six six clicks for 75 points but they're like they're solid all the way down like she doesn't really dip very hard she's pretty consistent all the way through so that's cool and even at 75 yeah. points she's a 12 for five yeah or she's a yeah. 12 for six with a light object well, what yeah. I really like, too, is that as soon as you get her off that top click, she becomes not an attacker, but more of a supporter. She still can hit, but she has Empower. Or, excuse me, that's Empower, right? Yeah, Empower. Full Dial. Um, she's giving people, uh, yep, Empower, Full Dial. And then she also gains the Sidestep and the Flurry. So she's a flyer with Sidestep, and that's always fun, or always great as a support character, Sidestep and, and Flight. So, yep. yeah. I like her. And Empower, I mean, if, if, if you can get her into the fight obviously i mean just just having that is just it's good so like that's i that's i like those powers now i, I very much like the like empower enhancement pieces now a lot more than i used to obviously because we don't we're not getting a, as much perplex thrown around but i'm okay with that so one figure i want to talk about real quick i'm not going to go into depth about it but before you guys mention yours <clears throat> zero fifty six thor Oh, yeah. Hypersonic <laughs> and super strength. So I think he's the only one that has hypersonic and or super strength in the set. And invincible. Don't forget about that. So it's, I don't understand it. Like, did they come up with this figure before they changed the rules? And like, what the hell? No, just no they're, just, 
No, no, they're just... Or they're, teasing us, or what are they doing here? I'm pretty sure they're just teasing us with, like, hey, the powers are coming back, just, I mean, you, know. you might as well give them perplexed instead of uh, exploit weakness, just to, to like, go grand slam on this figure. I, I mean, he's great. Oh, his 175 line, I'm not actually... T- I'm like, this is good. I, I can get with this. I just thought that was... I was when I was looking through the figures, like, really? Hypersonic, Super Strike, Invincible? What am I missing here? Uh, so, so it's like a throwback or something like that, which is no. I think, weird. I think they just I think they just finally started getting the powers back in. So I think I think Disney Plus will probably see a resurgence of a lot of the bench powers, or I, I'm hoping for that at least at, at the very most. Yeah, uh, Kane, did you find a figure that you want to talk about? I did. Um, I, I found one just to piggyback specifically just to piggyback off of. Um, uh, gosh, the Crusader. Um, so it is O twenty two question mark O twenty two Groot, um, oh. uncommon Groot. Yeah, so fifty five points, um, and it has attack power all the way through, sidestep and empower top dial eighteen defense and impervious, um, and then it's attack power spears and branches giant reach three quake but deals three damage instead of two, um, four range. Has the Guardians Galaxy team ability, which I forgot what that did. You uh, you can't, can't modify their stats at all. Uh, well, opposing holding, characters, yeah, opposing can't mess with their stats. So, opposing characters cannot mess with Groot's stats. Is that right? Yep. yep. They, they can't perplex them. They can't do anything like that. Okay. So, so the reason I bring this one up, so we just talked about um, not to discredit. Uh, Crusader. It's just one of those things where we talk about point values. Like this one's fifty-five. It has empower. It has sidestep, and it has a, a, a quake giant reach of three quake with three damage. I, I I like it. I feel like if you're gonna have that type of character, um, it's unfortunate he's not tiny, but whatever. Nah, cause um, this is like normal sized Groot. Yeah, yeah. Which which is fine because in my head, like uh, I always think about like the, the, a the small one, but b like I always feel like it. Not that it always has been able to change change its size, but I always feel like in my head, like that's something it should be able to do. Um, anyways, but uh, yeah, I, I I I like this group. I think it's something that if you're on that type of team, um, that you can, that you know where you're utilizing Quake, I think this Giant Reach three with three damage Quake is pretty good. And I tell you a lot, if you like Guardians of the Galaxy, this is your set because there are a tons of Guardians of the Galaxies in this set. Yeah, it's starting start to seem so. And we just had some port real quick, Dan. We just had some port from so, support from Empire, right? We had the, that uh, Kitty Pride, the Gamora. Yep. Like we we're starting, to, we saw a little support, and then you're getting it here. So I think that's pretty cool. And I, I, I again, we talked about it before, but I'm really liking Wizkid. Um, for stepping up and doing some consistency. As long as they can keep it up, I think I might be happy with this game again. What were you going to say, Dan? See, now me, like, I'm conflicted because I really wanted them to, like, include a lot of the other characters in this set that were more tied to, like, the main run. Now, yes, the Guardians did have a large impact on, like, some of the side stories and stuff, but just we know pretty much the entire set, and I'm a little bummed that I didn't get certain characters that I was really looking forward to. Um, but it is what it is. It's just kind of one of those things is you can't always get everything you want. And there's a lot of good in here. So I'm not, I'm going to take the good for what I can get out of it. Um, like I was missing, like getting like a cinder or, um, uh, a Freya or some other characters that were like very central to the main run, even though it was only like six or seven issues, I think. Um, but overall, I mean, I was really 
worried about this set for like from Scott's previews, but then once we started getting the rest of the set, I'm like, and you know, I'm okay. They they did a pretty good job overall. There were some misses, but I would think for the most part, uh, they they definitely pulled me back in towards the end here. Well, I'll tell you what. Speaking of pulling back in, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am going through this list. There is two Captain Americas, and I've yet to read what they do, but there is two Captain Americas in the set, and I hope they look good because. I love myself some Captain America. So let's see here. Oh, that one's a little vanilla. So real quick, I'm going to steal a light here. So we're looking at two different Captain Americas. This one is 002, and it's a common. He's 60 points. Steve Rogers. He has Avengers team ability, shield team ability. Uh, let's see. Six range, dual target. Interesting. Uh, 10 movement with charge. 11 vanilla. Don't like that. 18 energy shield deflection and leadership. So no powers. Just 60 points. There's a cap. Um, nah, he's just—he's literally. It's a common. Commons are pretty much how that how that goes now. So he's just—he's just powers and stats. Yeah, I—I I guess he's seven clicks, so eight kills. Um, so yeah, I mean, for sixty points, you have a deeper dial. Um, but as far as like playability, as far as like a, well, even for fun, it, it's just kind of like eh. There's other figures, right? Um, so this is a little disappointing. But uh, hey, Captain America's Captain America. So hopefully the the mold looks good. Uh, do we have we been spoiled on what some of these sculpts look like or not? Yet? Oh yeah, the sculpts look good. Like I guess if you watch Porter's videos, like you'll see a lot of the sculpts. They look good. Okay, I, I should watch this Porter's video. The only reason why I don't watch Porter's videos again, I just like try not to be spoiled, um, especially if it's a set I'm going to buy into. So I should watch them because I don't think I plan on buying into the set. But like that's one of the reasons why. Uh, real quick to finish this off uh, on the second Captain America, looks like it's. Uh, eight zero eighteen Captain America Uncommon. He is forty five points with Avengers team ability. Uh, five range with dual target. Um, ten movement, charge eleven vanilla on the attack. Don't like that. Uh, eighteen toughness and then three damage with a power. Let's see what his power is. Uh, Avengers assemble leadership. If Captain America is on an Avengers theme team, increase the leadership result by one. Okay, that's nice. He's 45 points, so you have that leadership. Uh, he has a trait, Recruiter, Power. Choose a character with the Avengers keyword in your KO area that hasn't been chosen for a generated... or that hasn't been chosen for or generated by a Recruiter effect. If you do, generate a character with the Avengers keyword from your sideline that has a lower point value than the chosen character. This game, the generated character can be replaced and your opponent scores them immediately instead of when they're KO'd. We've seen this before, right? Like this yeah. is yeah. This yeah, was a, yeah. they started this, I think, in Empire. Maybe they did it in one of the X, like the I can't remember if they did it Rise and Fall, but they for sure did it in Empire. Empire, yeah, I think one or two people had it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as Captain America goes, eh, right? Like these are a little disappointing on my end. Uh, for my opinion, these are a little disappointing. Um, but I understand we're talking about comments and uncommons. Uh, this is where I bring back the point of Empire. I feel like those commons and uncommons, um, especially with like Spider-Man uh, Carnage set as well, like those are commons and uncommons that I feel like do some things, right? Um, I, again, granted, I haven't finished looking through this list, but uh, well, I, I guess I do expect I, more out of these. I guess I'll pick one that'll counter your argument then slightly. Without, hit me with re- it. Respectfully, anyway. So this is the 017 Thor. I guess I'll, I'll wait for, on the Supers until we do like the actual set review. Um, yeah. So this is Thor... He has the Avengers TA. He's got 8 range with 2 targets. He comes in at 125 points, so he is a beefy boy. 
but he has the Asgardian Avengers DD and Warrior keywords. He starts off with an 11 speed running shot, 11 psychic blast, 18 impervious, 4 damage and leadership, which is really cool. It's nice to see some leadership once in a while with him, so that's kind of cool. Um, he's got improved targeting characters, and he has a trait which is not the God of Hammers. When Thor hits with a ranged attack, after resolutions he may use energy explosion as free, but must target a hit character. So okay, you're doing four psychic, yeah. You're doing four psychic blast, and then afterwards you're unloading another penetrating energy explosion afterward for eight range, and you can shoot the guy in the back row if they're trying to body block. So that's pretty cool. But you want to make sure you don't wipe out whatever you're shooting at first, so you can follow up. Yeah, um, yeah, and, that, and that's a good point, right? Um, I think, uh, like I said, I didn't finish the list, so I'm glad you brought this one up because a, he's got adventurous keyword, b. He has deity keyword. And C, he's got aim range multi-target um, with running shot, penetrate, psychic blast. So I think for 125 points being an uncommon, that's pretty cool. It, it totally counters my point, like you just said. So again, all commons and uncommons, I'm sure, can't be winners. But it's nice to see that there are some that, that you I see think, in those slots that are playable. I, th- I think if you, whenever you decide to go through the set list, I think you'll see that some there are some standouts. I feel like it's a lot better than Empire. At least that's my take. But they also had like a high standard to hit because Mighty Thor was so good. So you can't follow yeah, up that Thor true. set and be like, mm, yeah, we're just going to kind of half-ass this one. Yeah, but on, on top of that, though, like I, I, I feel like moving forward as a game like develops and becomes hopefully like healthy. Right, like you can't keep looking at those sets that were unhealthy for the game. So, oh yeah, like, I, yeah. You know, I, I agree with your point. I just hope moving forward that we can we can move out of the shadow of those older sets. So we'll see. But yeah, I think that's. Uh, I'll look through the set eventually some more. Um, but for now, I think that's a couple good picks. Adam, do you have anything else? Did you want to pick out of? No, we're gonna save the most of it for the review. But I want to give um, a couple just slices of the cake on this one mm-hmm. yeah it's like it, i mean for me like i said like i was concerned i mean ported didn't pull like an awful lot of variety so but i was can i was concerned but once i got to see like it in its entirety i was very much more uh pulled back in i'm like it's a thor set it's my bread and butter i was i was like oh please don't let it be bad and they, they didn't now, Dan, are, are you gonna be are you going to be buying bricks cases? Are you buying I might, individual? I might buy. I might buy a brick. I don't know. Like the thing is, is like I'm not. I'm not like going after the chases because the chases are the thing that doesn't actually thrill me that much because of what they've come out with. I think so far I want three, and I'm not sure about the rest because we we know four of them that are out, um, and it's, so we need to see the other four. Obviously, actually, no, no. I think we've seen five. I think I don't remember. Um, I'm seeing a little symbol there. It looks like we're getting a peanut-based uh, character again. Is that legacy? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a legacy one. Never mind. It's a legacy, yeah. So, but Chase, hold on. Let me let me count because I can't count one, two, three, four. Yeah, so we've seen five of the chases, so we only need to see three. So, and I only want three of them currently. So it's. I mean, the, I'm, I'm excited because like it's kind of nice that the chases don't throw me, but it's been pretty much the super rares and under. So, but honestly, I've want just as many of the uncommons and the commons as I do the rest of the high rarities because actually I thought they did a pretty good job with the uh, uncommons and commons too at least for for me like the characters that I really was looking forward to I was like they did that pretty good so 
Well, to give you guys a hot take, to, and I know we want to, we have a lot to talk about, so we'll move forward. But hot take, I was listening to the podcast. I tell you what, this Human Torch, I, I don't like the mold, man. I tell you, it's too much. This Human Torch mold is not what everybody makes it out to be. Like, a, you barely see him, and B, the cup thing just looks weird. I just, I don't like it. Oh, see, I, I don't like it. I can't help but I can't help but love it. It's Johnny, and he's bursting out of the uh, Eternal Flame. I'm like, what's what's not the love here? Yeah, I just don't like half of it takes up my cup. Like, the, I mean, I get, I get, I get that. Like. But if you pick up a booster and it's a brick, you're like, well, I know what's in here. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Adam, what we got next? All right, we are going to play our brand new game, Last Action. Mm-hmm. This game is such like a, it's a stress game. Like I have to just be like, all right, I need all my, I need all my questions quickly. <laughs> All right, well, you get your questions while I run this soundbite. <laughs> you took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. You will. All right, so if you don't remember how this game is played, how this is going to work is I'm going to give Dan or Kane uh, one minute to ask as many questions as they can to figure out the figure that I chose. Now, we are doing modern day figures so dan will go first then kane we'll probably only do two or three each so they are working by themselves they're not working together so uh we'll have dan go first at least are you gonna pick are you gonna pick a different one for each of us each time yes okay so how again they just they have a minute to ask as many questions as they can and then at the end at last action they see if they get this right so we'll do two each and then we'll move on um, These are yes and no questions. Correct? Yes or no questions. Yep. Okay. So All let right. me. So I can be like, "What's that thing coming <laughs> Yep. So let me pick my figure. Let's go with. All right. Uh, Say it. Just tell us right now. I'm not We're in telling suspense. you nothing. All right. <laughs> here we go, Dan. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. In three, two, one. Go ahead. Uh, was this character made in 2020? No. Was this character made in 2021? No. Interesting. Uh, was this character made in 2019? Yes. All right. Is this character a unique? Yes. All right. Is this character a two by two? No. Um, is this character a rare? Yes. Uh, right. Uh, can I just guess? Sure. O twenty three Sabretooth. No. Thing. Wing and a miss. Just joking. Uh, you know, that happens. Uh, You're still sure. going, though. You can still guess. Yeah, yeah. You um, a Star Trek right. Wesley Crusher. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We got ourselves a winner. <laughs> Wesley Crusher with 10 seconds left. Nice job. I tried to throw you off with a, a, a Star Trek figure there, but you got it. Nicely done. All right, so it's Star Trek in 2019. Yeah, yeah we got the like, uh, resistance is futile. Oh goodness! <laughs> well, All right, let's let's, let's try. Was it Q is still modern? So he was in the. I'm pretty sure he's in the same set. Yep. All right, let's see. You're gonna be. Well, wish me next. luck, ladies and gentlemen. Wish me luck. <laughs> All right, Kane. So it's one to nothing. You have one minute starting now. Okay, did this figure come out in 2021? No. 
Did this figure come out in 2019? No. Did this figure come out in 2020? Yes. <laughs> All right. Is this figure a super rare? No. Is this figure a wrestler? No. Um, well, damn. Uh, let's see here. Oh, tw- I think wrestler came out in 2019, actually. Question mark. Is it for the Carnage set? No. Man, come on. You got to play in my favorite. Uh, is it an X-Men? No. Um, is this character less than 50 points? Less, no. Less, no. Okay. Um, is this character a prime? No. Oh, my goodness. Uh, is this character... What else came out in 2020? Is it the Fantastic Four? Is this character... Um... In the Fantastic Four. Yes, and that is your last question. So what is your guess? I'll see again. Uh, let's see, Mr. Fantastic? No, it is 041 Mole Man. Mole Man. All right, there you go. So I had to, oh, I had to tell this to Dan. What's up? No, so I, my question was, is this character in the Fantastic Four? Oh, I heard set. Oh, no, I didn't say set. It's okay. all good, though. Not bad. There's an asterisk. I, there. I thought I heard you say Fantastic Four set. So I had to clarify <laughs> okay. that it was Dan. When you ask a question like that, make sure you're either saying the team ability or the keyword because there are some figures that have the team ability but not the keyword and some that have the keyword but not the team ability. Sounds good. Sounds so, like, good. when you said, are they an, are they an, are they an X-Men, well... Uh, Yes and no, and that kind of just throws gotcha, you off. Gotcha. So go and, off. And I, I should have clarified, like, comic book. Like, well, I guess in the comic book, too. Like, well, yeah, okay. Sounds good. That, that makes sense. Sounds good. Um, and then, like, questions like, are they a wrestler? Like, maybe they have a backstory that they're a wrestler, and I don't know, and I could throw I you off. Was like, <laughs> is it a WWE figure? Yes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, again, I think that came out in 2019. I don't know. All right, I'm, so. I'm not as skilled as this. All right, Dan is going to be next. This is going to be his last one. Let's go with da, 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 da. Mm. Let's go with this guy or girl. Now I got to change my name. All right, um, here we go. Uh, so you have last chance, Dan, to go 100% and begin. This is character in a, in a DC set. Yes. Is the character a super rare? No. Is it a unique? No. Is it a prime? No. Is it a common? No. All right. Is it a chase? No. Is it a uncommon? Yes. Thing. Uh, is the is it a male character? Yes. Is the character, does it have the Justice League keyword? No. Does it have the Amazon keyword? No. Does it have the Deed keyword? No. Mm. And that is last action. What is your guess? Oh. Uh, I'll go with Wonder Woman 023A Gorilla Grodd. Uh, it was actually Wonder Woman 027 Maxi Zeus. Ah, I tried. I was close at least. Close. All That's right. Crazy. So it's one to nothing. 
Kane, you have a chance Dang, to tie. Remind me. It's one to nothing. Remind you have a right, chance a shot. to tie. Well, the um, fact that I have to say this set, that like the figure, ah, it's crazy. All right, carry on. Let's go. I got this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Your time begins now. Uh, okay. Uh, is this, man, is this figure a male question mark? Unknown. Unknown. Ooh, okay. okay I don't okay. know, to be honest. Uh, Oh, okay. So it's uh, this 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 character is this a a thing, not the thing? Is it a thing? Uh, let's see. Here. That's pretty broad. Yeah. Okay. Broad. <laughs> it's supposed to be yes or no. You can just say or. How about that? You can say or. Maybe. I'm so bad at this, guys. <laughs> yeah. Question mark. Uh, is this figure come out in 2021? Yes. Okay. So, man, God, now I got to think about all that came out this year. Um, okay. So, is this figure? Man. Tick, 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 tick. I know, I know, guys. I know. I'm so scared. Uh is this figure um have an Amazon keyword? No, and that is your last action. What is your guess? Um, well, I'll tell you what, I didn't do too good, and I'm not familiar with everything that came out this year. I will say Let's just stab it. And, and just to and clarify, it's not this year anymore because it's 2022, Kane. Oh, so. that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm so scared now. You're right. You're right. We are a month, we are a month into 2022 already. I have, hey, I, have a, I, I was have sick guess. for half of it. I have a guess. I have a guess as well. But All, just right. I, I think. All right. So I want to say, is it 008 Minotaur? It is not. Okay. All right. So that was just a guess. So Dan, Dan, go ahead and with the assist. What you got? Is it O thirty Brew? No, it is O fifty seven Glob Herman. Glob. Least, Glob, that's House of X? Question mark. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Or no, it's uh, Rise and Fall. I at least picked a character that had unknown for it, like a thing. So. Well, and I, I guess I should have read his real name is Robert. So that's obviously a guy, but I didn't see that yeah. when you asked the question. But I honestly, like, looking oh, no, at I him, I didn't like. What is he? <laughs> oh, is to be House honest, like that is House of X. You're correct there. I fucked that up. Oh, it's all good. Well, the thing is, too, like, like I was like, okay, I'll steal a couple of Dan's questions. He asked if it's a male or female. Great. Hey, it's a male or female. Uh, uh. Um, I <laughs> don't my know. Whole game plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're off my whole game plan. You got to have the right. preset questions that Dan has written out in front oh, of him. I'm tell, yeah, I got to do that. <laughs> tell you. This was hard. Well, I, just try to, I just try to do the big, broad, sweeping questions so it, like, trims it down as much as I can in, like, a minute to guess. Let me tell you what, and, and I'll be honest, because like, I'm an honest person. I'm not completely flipping through HD realms, but I do have it open. Again, I'm only looking at the dates of these of these things, and I'm and they're super tiny, so I barely see them. And I'm also trying to go off memory, so it's just like not working. <laughs> but I will have a list of questions next time. All right. Uh, so yeah, Dan wins that one, one to nothing. Congrats, Dan! You got one. You are one for six so far in this game, but I think you're going to get better as we go. Oh, yeah. We have one, one to nothing, one to nothing. One to That's nothing. the score from now on. Yeah. One and nothing score forward. <laughs> All right. Before we get into Kane's immediate corner, let's get into our Clixing It Crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. Uh, this week's question was, who do you think deserves a legacy card? So we had a couple people on both our Facebook page and on the Hero Clicks collection, Hero Clicks play, so I'm going to read a bunch of them off for you real quick. 
Uh, Peter Marshall said superior foes, hand, uh, handstand Spidey. Eric Yo. Adams says, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, I thought you, I thought you said hello. I thought you said hello. Oh, no, I said dope. No, I was oh, a real gotcha. good choice. Handstand Spidey is awesome. So I'm going to keep commentating on the backside here. So okay. keep going. <laughs> Eric Adams says unique Brainiac from Icons, which I think is a great one. So, mm-hmm. like, to me, a legacy figure is someone that's yep. iconic from the game. So, like, in the new set, we have a bulldozer as a legacy card. He didn't do anything for the game. I don't think anyone ever played him. I get it because they're having Wrecking Crew people in the new set, but there's nothing about mm-hmm. him that's legacy worthy. So like and real quick, like as, as far as legacy goes, like I think of like characters that are like were fun and can be fun again or like were super like underrated and just like can shine again. Like they yes. have opportunity. So, yeah, like yeah. modernize them to what they used to be back in the day. Um, so yeah, unique Brainiac, absolutely. Because for anybody that played back then, you could own Nova Nova Blast with this guy and just decimate someone's team. Austin Murray, he said the Vet Icon Superman, absolutely. Casey Superman, Son of Dark Side, Superman One Hundred One, and basically every Superman he's saying. Austin, I love you. Um, and then the, the Sentinel Base World's Finest, which I really hope they come out with one. Uh, that, that, that's hard because there was only so many made. Yeah, I, I mean, and I got three I, of them. <laughs> I got three of them. I will never understand. Looking for more. It's just because I want to get those. I want to get those unique numbers, like because there's five thousand made and they're all uh, numbered. Like I want to get like number one thousand or number three 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 or something like that. Just some weird combo number that uh i have i don't have any really crazy numbers but plus i'm a superman fan so that's why i got them also uh lucas landis said vet hawkeye on the sky cycle absolutely ultimates thor secret invasion iron man web of spider-man nightcrawler uh miles kane says vet superman um miles hancock says cave carson (laughs) that's funny uh John Marlowe says the fantastic or the world's finest. And then let me go to the other page. So we had a bunch of people on the Heroclix players and collectors around the world. So let me read a bunch of these off real quick. There we go. All comments. So we got Amato said Century and Void. Fernando Hernandez says Hellboy, the one with the sword from the old indie set. Another one for World's Finest. Matty G said Web of Spider-Man Nightcrawler, which I think he should. He was great back then. Quinn Cook said the Legacy... I'm sorry, the Ares from... Oh, I can never remember what set that's from. Um, was he not, not Icons? No, it's the Ares with the SF marker. I forget what set that was from, though. I'm drawing, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Legacy? No, it wasn't Legacy. Oh, then it was... D, was it DC... 75th then? No, it was the Marvel version. Oh, uh, I think he was in the original Avengers set. Superior Foes. That's what he is from. Oh, he Oh, he had... Oh, that one. That's the one you're talking about. That I thought one. you were... I thought, no. Yeah, that's like a really old version. But definitely the Blue Ares from Legacy should get one. Definitely. Uh, we've got the the single base World's Finest from Brad Huns. Uh, Java uh, Ibezata, I think that's it, is the, the Chase... Superman with the rock over his head from Crisis. Joe Dell said Deadpool and Cable. Alex Bell said Superman and Superman, the con exclusive. 
<clears throat> Dusty Kilby has a bunch of them here. So he's got Mr. Mind from Origins. We've got the Gentleman Ghost. We've got the Deathstroke from Batman. We've got the Dark Side from Crisis, which was insane back in the day. We've got the Dracula from Amazing Spider-Man. We've got the, I always call this one the Garter, or the Leg Garter Doom from, he was a Buy It by the Brick from Supernova. We've got Spider-Ham, the Con. I don't know if they do cons, to be honest, because uh, I think they said that they're not doing chases. Andrew Fairweather said Balls of Fury. Please, God, no. We do we not? We, <laughs> he already brained Tara once. <laughs> to be honest, someone made the comment that he wasn't that intimidated without the level shield or the shield level 7 ID card, which is true. Um, Charles Hindi says Warlight Swamp Thing, and then Mc, Mc, um, McConnell Lamar said uh, Dirk Anger, which is kind of funny. Uh, so, Kane. I know you haven't been playing forever, but what's a legacy card that you'd like to see come back? I'm honestly been like desperately trying to find because I knew you're going to ask me. I was trying to find it, but I don't know what the set was called. I think it's just the Avengers set. I don't know. His is zero zero eight Hulk. Um, gosh, I'm trying to find what set it came out of. Was it Age of Ultron? Question mark. Yes, it was Age of Ultron. I really like that Hulk. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron zero zero eight Hulk. Um, I remember him being like super fun. He's 300 points. He has a bunch of powers. He has obviously smaller dials, but man, I remember it being awesome. The, the scope is pretty cool. Uh, it's obviously from the movie. Um, so like that, that figure in particular came straight to mind when you said that, cause I would love to see like those type of, um, and again, they're not old, but I would love to see like that type of, uh, figures coming back. Like I remember the age of age of Ultron movie having like pretty cool, uh, uh, characters with powers, so and the Hulk being one of them. I, I love playing with that Hulk, so I would love to see something like that coming back. All right, uh, Dan, what's a figure you'd like to see come back as a legacy card? So I got two, just because it was hard for me to make up my mind. Peter, I'm joking. Go ahead. Uh, it is the Thor from Fear itself, the limit, the LE one. Okay, just because that Thor was like it has such a good sculpt. But he was so bad, <laughs> or just—I think he was just so his power didn't work well, and he was really overcosted. Fair enough. And then the other one is the Ellie Venom from like 2015, the uh, just the monthly OP because I feel like that was one of those that he came out, and you're just like, yeah, that's everything a Venom should do. That's really cool, and like the sculpt was good. You know, I mean, I think all three of them that came out in that that like monthly OP were really good, but. He would be my he would be my pick for a legacy. Nice. Um, someone uh, real did... quick, to, 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 real quick to jump on the fact you said fear itself reminds me. Uh, shout out to David Hobbs who tagged me on Facebook uh, of which I don't have Facebook, but he did a shout out post and he had a fear itself booster um, that uh, got sent oh, yeah. back to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it got sent back to him that I, we did a deal forever ago. I, uh, spoilers: it wasn't fear itself. It was. Uh, was it Morbius Zombie and what's the other guy that's punching Spider-Man? Um, Morloon or something like that? Anyways, it was really, at the time, I wanted those, so I remember buying them. 
<laughs> I didn't have them. But anyway, so shout out to David Hobbs for putting that shout out out. Uh, it ended up not being Fear itself actual full booster, just something just repackaged. Uh, but I did want a quick shout out to anybody that listened to this. If uh, Rob Peterson, Jamie Martinez Jr., and Randy Carter, man, they posted on that post. If you guys haven't seen it, go look at David all Hobbs' that, post. And name all that on post, it. that post was just... oh man, hilarious. They did this whole thing. Go check out that post. Shout out, shout out to David Hobbs. Like everybody on that on that thread was was cracking me up. They made a whole storyline based off the fear itself. It was pretty funny. So carry on. Um, I did forget to mention. I didn't see it, but I know someone mentioned the Ghost Widow from City of Villains. Uh, she had a pretty big impact on the game when she was legal. Um, as for oh. me, the two of them that I would like, I have to find out what set this guy was from. But let me look him up real quick. It wasn't. Why are you doing that, real quick? Any 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 Yu Gi Oh figures? I want to shout out to any Yu Gi Oh figures. If we can get legacy cards for those again, that'd be cool. Carry on. Um, it was from Infinity Challenge. It was the Puck Ant Man. He was 43 points with the Avengers keyword. He had 6 stealth, 8 in cap with a 20 defense. And back then, there was a feat card called Thunderbolt, which lets you pick um, any any team ability as long as you had the Avengers team ability. And I always did Fantastic Four or Defenders, so everybody always had a 20 defense with that guy. Uh, Besides that one, you know, obviously I want world's finest or any kind of superman but one that i would love to see come back it was from crisis and it was a rare called i believe it was a rare let me find them real quick yeah it was oh sorry it was a uncommon rip hunter so for those of you who don't know who rip hunter is he was 97 points with the hyper time and he started off with a Damage power called Time Master said, Rip Hunter can use Outwit and Probability Control. The standard and named powers of Rip Hunter and friendly characters adjacent to him can't be countered. Uh, he was a great, great support piece back then. Very pricey uh, nowadays, but was great back then. And then he also had a attack power later in his dial called Chrononaut. Rip Hunter can use Perplex, but can only target himself or friendly characters. So he was just great. Outwit Prob, and then you couldn't outwit him or people next to him. So he's one that I would kind of hope to come back. So thanks again for everyone that made a comment on our post. It really helps us out there. We'd love to hear from you guys. We do that every show. So if you ever see that, make sure you drop a comment on the question that we ask. All right, lastly, what we're going to get into is Kane's Media Corner because we haven't done it in a while and also because I was stuck in the house for a week and a half. So let's get into Kane's Media Corner. So yeah, I had a whole week and a half basically to myself. I mean, my son and daughter played on their own uh, whenever uh, they did, and I just sat at home and watched TV shows, but I went through a ton of shows. So some of the shows that I went through, we're not going to do any spoilers, but we'll just talk about some of the stuff that maybe we have watched or games we've been playing recently. But So I finished the most recent season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I finished Cobra Kai. I finished... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the last episode of The Witcher. 
I watched the movie The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal, which was really good. Now, what's that on? What, what platform was that on? Netflix. Okay, now, is that a newer movie? Is it Netflix original? It's a Netflix only. It's basically about he's a police dispatcher, and he gets a call about uh, a woman being abducted, and then he's trying to, like, get help from, you know, the 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 highway patrol and trying to figure out what's going on at the house. It's like a thriller. It's a, a thriller, thriller of some sort. It, it, was, okay. it was very well acted because it's basically him in front of a dispatched computer the entire movie. Oh, it's kind of like the taking Pelham 123 type of thing. Kind of, so. yeah. Okay, so cool. it, it's just, just it's basically just him. I mean, there are a couple other people around him, but he never comes in contact with the people he's talking to on the phone. So it's really, really oh. good. Story was kind of oh. like towards the end. Uh, didn't make much sense, but if you, he's a really good actor. I like a lot of the stuff that he's in. Um, what else did I finish? I have not watched Peacemaker yet, but I want to. It's on my PlayStation downstairs. That's mostly why I haven't watched it. I've been upstairs. There's some other stuff that I watched too, but I'm drawing blanks on it. Did you watch Book of Boba Fett? Oh yes, chance? absolutely. That's the one I was. Thinking. Okay, good. I watched good. that in one sitting, and actually, I was. I watched the first, I think we're at five episodes right now. I watched the first four episodes, and then I think it was like Saturday night. Um, the kids went to bed early. The wife went to bed early. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit, and I'm going to binge watch the rest of it. And then there was one episode, and then it's like, next one will be next Wednesday. Like, no! <laughs> I thought the whole season came out. Like, I was all set for like a four-hour binge watch. And I'm like, no! no it's not, it's not Netflix. This is it Netflix? Or Disney Plus, sorry. I say Netflix. Yeah, Disney Plus. But I was so excited to just sit down for like four hours and finish the series. And then I was like, no, I finished with one season no. or I finished one episode and it was over with. But no, it's super Man, good. It's really good. It's yeah, super good. I like it. Um, and then the new one I started off watching last night, actually, is another Korean film, Kane, or Ooh, series, the one is, all, which is We're All Dead. We're All Dead. And it's super. Yep. If you okay. like, if you like Train to Bushan that came out whatever years ago, you'll like oh, this I show. Catch that one. Oh, okay. you haven't watched Train to Bushan? Oh my gosh! No, no, I heard, I have heard of it. It was on my list. It's I just so never, good. I it's not, so good. That's not on Netflix, right? That's not on Netflix. It was. Train to Bushan. It was. It was, but okay, okay. I have to look to see if it still is. And they actually referenced that movie in this. I think it's a Korean uh, TV show. But, like, they've just been okay. knocking it out of the park lately. Uh, Squid Games, yeah. Alice at Borderlands. Um, I still got to watch that one. What was I the third one? There, there was the big three. Oh, um, Sweet Home. Sweet Home, yeah. Um, I started one called... I, I might give that one another shot. I might give that one another I shot. I started one called... Sweet Home was great, like, the first five or six episodes, and the last two weren't that good. Um I started one called Hellbound, but I didn't get into it, so I think I got like three episodes into it, and it just wasn't that good uh, for me at least. But this one so far is super good. It's about a bunch of kids at a high school that's kind of like blocked off by gates and stuff like that, and just a zombie outbreak happens. Um, and it's, oh, it's, it's like, is it Battle Royale? But okay, cool. Kind of, but it's the fast moving zombies, like super fast, super aggressive. So it's really good. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, that's well, me. We- and um, I, I downloaded. Speaking of fast moving zombies, oh, oh, go ahead, finish up. I say the last thing I, I downloaded, um, Red Dead Redemption Two, and I'm giving that a shot. Oh, there you go, there you go. So, so, uh, so perfect there. So, piggyback off the video game into uh, the the zombie one. I finished Last of Us Two, like I said at the beginning of the podcast. Now, that game 
has I, I want to say changed me. <laughs> it is a very heavy and dark game. Uh, so those of you who have like waiting off like I have, go play it because it's pretty good. Um, those of you who probably haven't finished it, because I'll tell you what, I played it and just I had to take multiple breaks because it was hard to finish because it's very, it's very heavy and dark uh, story. Um, but it is really good. The payoff was great. Um, That's and interesting. I, I couldn't get enough of it when I played it. I was just like, oh god, just more, please. Yeah, well, by the end of it, I was like, I, I can't, I can't play it again. Like, I can't. I was like, I'm done. It like was exhausting. The dis- I, I, and plus, I kind of predicted, not predicted, but like saw some of the things coming. Like, and I don't want to spoil nothing, but when we get into um, certain things that happen, I'm just like, okay, like it makes sense when this happens. It makes sense when that happens. And so it was kind of, I don't know. Like I said, exhausting um, in a good way. I felt really drained, but like it was worth it. It was good. It was a good story. Um, and then, yeah, so I uh, watched Book of Boba Fett. Um, I'm loving Peacemaker. Uh, both these shows are coming out week to week. They are not finished, um, but I, I am enjoying them. I'm hardly waiting. Like every time an episode drops and then finishes, I, I, I'm like, man, is it next week already? Because both Peacemaker and Boba Fett are fantastic shows. Um I've been hearing, like, here and there, are reading that uh, some people are, like, critiquing Book of Boba Fett, but I honestly really, really like the direction they're going with it, um, and I'm excited to see what they set up for the future, if anything. Um, so, so you know, I, I, I'm pretty excited there on that end. Um, Peacemaker, again, Adam, as soon as you watch it, we got to talk about it, because it is pretty clutch, uh, pretty great. Um I've been watching Peaky Blinders as well. So anybody on the Peaky Blinder train, hit me up because I tell you what, I'm, I'm liking that a lot. Um, it's a good. I, I enjoyed that series. I think I binged it. Just so I was like, I'm gonna watch this because I, I, I was like, my friend said it was really good, and I was like, okay. And I just three episodes in, I'm you, like, fi- you finished it. Oh yeah, I was like three episodes in. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna be sitting here until I finish this. <laughs> okay, I'll have to hit you up when I'm done because I just got to Tom Hardy. Um, that's where I'm at. Um, so. Yeah, so I, I got a long ways to go. So, uh, but pretty excited there. So, um, yeah. Any other recommendations? Please hit me up on shows to watch and stuff like that. Um, I, I do want to say, and came me to corner here that uh, I do want to update. I do plan on starting that podcast of mine pretty soon. Um, I think uh, I'm gonna probably probably do a different, a couple different things. But I know definitely gonna touch base more on um, doing reviews and, and stuff like that on these shows that come out because you know doing an hour and a half or or an hour or whatever talking about these shows, reviewing them, um, critiquing them. Like I, I, I'm very interested in that stuff. So I think we're, when we come out, that's what we're going to be starting with a lot of these shows that are wrapping up. So pretty well, one, on that. Well, I guess one thing we could talk about too, is uh, did you hear about the acquisition that just happened today? Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you brought that up. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan, why don't you go ahead and tell us, tell us what the acquisition that happened today. So, uh, you know how Microsoft bought Bethesda and then bought, Activision Blizzard, because, you know, Microsoft just has a lot of money to throw around. Um, and, and, and real quick, before you, I did want to say, since you brought that one up, that acquisition by Microsoft, I was telling my, my girlfriend about this, um, that that acquisition is, to me, um, Marvel, or excuse me, yeah, Marvel buying Fox, right? Or Disney buying Fox. Yeah, that's how, I was like, oh, I was like, well, that's, uh, that, mm, that, it's that's big. That makes me nervous. Big, I was like, okay. I oh, mean, yeah. I think the thing was was that they didn't buy that just for Activision. They wanted all the like sub studios, like High Moon and uh, uh, some of the other ones. So I was like, yeah, that's probably what they wanted too. They didn't. They weren't just buying Activision for Activision. 
Yeah, so on the video game inside, real quick, on the video game inside, Microsoft bought Activision, Blizzard. Um, so a lot of those titles, and, and for, for everybody that may or may not be into it, what it is, again, um, it is Microsoft, Xbox, buying Call of Duty. Like, in yeah. simpler terms, like, that's what it is. And Call of Duty being on multiple platforms, specifically PlayStation and Xbox, um, you know, when you go and we talk about what console wars used to be, like, this is a big, uh-oh, like, everyone's on edge to see what Microsoft will do. Um, yep. It doesn't make sense for them to make it console exclusive, but it's what everybody's, like, on edge about. Yep. Because we, we don't want to go back. We don't want to go back to that. Today, uh... Oh, yeah. We don't want to go to console wars. So, yeah, today, Sony, Dan, tell us what happened. Sony bought Bungie, which was like, what? <laughs> I, when I saw that pop up on my feed, I was like, wait a minute. Um, now, for those... That- Go ahead. So then, the, go ahead. the thing that happened too was like that. Then, so like that news came out, and then I think it was not even like five minutes later, you saw both Sony Entertainment and Bungie drop an individual article saying, "Look, yes, we bought them, but they are staying independent. Like as far as their like vision and whatever they want to do for their games, like we did not buy them to have exclusivity or whatever." So they will be. Right. They will maintain their, themselves being a multi-platform um, studio. So, like, none of that is apparently changing. Yeah, and, but, but to stay, but but to kind of be on pins and needles on that multi-platform could simply mean PlayStation and PC. Yeah, it could or just, just they could, mean it, it, it. could just be. Yep. Or they could still be like, just but be we're going to get exclusives because we're PlayStation or, or whatever because yep. we're Sony and we own them. So it could be that, and that would be irritating because I just, I don't, I don't know. Like I understand well, it. Like you look you, to interrupt you. Like if you look at Marvel's Avengers, what they did with Spider Man, like that was unfortunate. Like yeah. that was not cool. <laughs> so yeah, that part. Yeah, sucks. The exclusivity suck. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm a Sony fanboy. I love it. PlayStation, PlayStation till the day I die. But like doing that type of thing, the exclusivities and, and, and just, especially a game that's on all the platforms and you're just saying, hey, if you have a PlayStation, you get this character. Like, that's cool, but at the same time, like, it's excluding everyone else that loves those characters and I think that just always sucks. Like That is, you know, like a new console costs an arm and a leg, so I mean, just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, with, especially with, like, you know, yeah, they, they have a cycle where you go well, like, four or five years maybe now where you won't have a new console, but like, they're just... And with all the shortages for like all the parts that go into a console now, you can't get them, mm-hmm. or at least like PS Five, like you just you can't get one, or you're paying yeah, those scalper are prices. Extinct. Yeah. yeah, or it's like or you're paying scalper prices, and I don't want to do that. So, or I don't. I only think I don't think a lot of people would. So, I'm just the 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 like the exclusive stuff. I just don't. I don't know. I don't see it staying. I'm hoping it doesn't stay. Like I understand. Like certain. Like I didn't really mind the. Sp- did Spider-Man was only on the PS4, right? Like the game itself, and like the the like not sequel, but like the Miles spin-off game was I think yeah, only yeah, PlayStation. Was... Yeah, correct. Like, I guess I didn't really mind that. Like certain titles, I didn't mind as much. I don't know. It just like I, don't, I wouldn't have cared if it was on Xbox and PC either. Um, but it's just um, yeah, like what, I don't want. I don't. Mind. I don't want to exclude anyone from playing either. Well, yeah, and I, I get that, but at the same time, like, like I don't know, like, God of War, right? Like, God of War came out, I don't want to stay on this too long, but God of War came out, it's PlayStation exclusive forever, Then it's and now it's on PC, right? It's, fi- it's um, finally on PC, yeah. It's finally on PC. So, so 
I'm a little bit more biased when it comes to that stuff. When it's when it's PlayStation like exclusive titles like that, I'm okay with. But when I'm talking about when you get like Marvel's Avengers is my example, where you get this game that comes out on multiple platforms and you say, hey, this one character or this this exclu- this content this this part of the game is exclusive to PlayStation. That's where I'm going. Okay, yeah, cool. especially when it's like a multiplayer game like that, where then you just yeah. don't like. Like, your friend is playing on Xbox and you're playing on PlayStation. You're like, oh, I got this goodie bag that you can't ever get. And, like, that's just not so, that's not fair. Yeah, so uh, to wrap this up, PlayStation buying Bungie is huge, right? At the top, when I was looking at it, that is Destiny, right? That's all yeah. of Destiny. Um, and then, now, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, but they also had their hands in Halo? Uh, no, they just added guns to destiny that were halo guns that's they okay. they made they made like so bungie made the original halo but then i don't remember if they sold the ip to microsoft they must or whatever they or whatever the heck I, I i can't remember if it was 343 i think took it over or whatever but yeah but they mm-hmm. initially yeah. they were the ones that made halo yeah, and that and that's that's huge. Um, again, I believe they no longer have that IP. I believe they sold it. Um, yeah, Microsoft. Way, I'm like, pretty sure is in control of it. Yeah, so that's that type of studio that that PlayStation just or Sony just bought, um, and that's it's huge. Um, it, it's not as big as real quick. It's not as big as like Sony buying Konami, right? Like that would be that would be industry changing forever if yeah Sony bought Konami. Well, yeah, I think the thing that I noticed was that, but to think about it, like Bungie has games in development, but like they're like the thing that like they're, they're, what is it? They're a long-term game. That's not going to come out till 2025 called like matter is the code word or whatever mm-hmm. for it is yeah. just, it's still in development. So you don't know if it's going to be a dud or whatever, but I mean, they bought them just on the basis of like their one game, which is destiny, which yeah, like they only paid well, like, I think it was like six point something billion dollars or something, but uh, for, it was two, two point something billion dollars. Or oh, I think it was three point eight seven billion. Three point eight seven. Yeah, I knew it was something. So, but still, you're paying that much money for a studio that just has one game. I mean, the game is very good, but it's just like so. Say. <laughs> when you're trying to compare them to like Microsoft buying Bethesda, it's like apples and oranges. So, well, mind you, it's uh, way le- way less money, right? Like way less money. But you have to understand, like Destiny is a com- is a um, competitor to Call of Duty, right? Like I think this is I think this is a good response on Sony's end. Um, again, it's not the levels of Microsoft buying Activision, nor is it on the levels of Sony buying Konami. But it is a good response. Um, yeah, it was it was not <laughs> expected at all. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we expected not a response, right? I feel like Sony didn't need to respond. But um, them doing this, I, I, I think it is a good response. And like you talked about, um, you know, the the games in the pipeline, um, these projects that they're doing, like maybe Sony does have information on those upcoming projects. And that's probably what why they bought it. You know, I'm, so. I'm sure they do. Everything on the on the feed that I saw was like, that's what every, all the higher ups at both places like Sony and Bungie were alluding to was like, this has been apparently in the works for a long time. This was not just a like, so I, I mean, I'm sure that it just was like, they finalized it at it was like the right time, but it's just like okay, I get that. So y'all have been planning this out for a bit here. Yeah, and, and all these acquisitions aren't like oh let's let's just do that today. Like uh, again, all of these were in the pipeline. So yeah, totally, totally agree with you there. 
But um, uh, any last last thoughts on uh, Kane's Media Corner here, gentlemen? No, I think that is it. That was fun. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining on today's podcast. We will be back next week. Uh, Real quick, shout out to any people out in uh, Cleveland, I think it is. Congrats, Cincinnati Bengals. And get oh, yourself yeah. to the Super oh, yeah. Bowl. <laughs> That's a whole thing. Did not see that yeah. coming. You know, I, I'm not much of a gambler, but I almost did a bet for like 10, <clears throat> ten bucks for Cincinnati to cover the spread, but I decided to uh, not do it. And I think they're like 40 to 1 odds. And I was like, nah, they're not going to cover it. So I didn't make the bet, but I should have because I would have made an easy 40 bucks or um, 400 bucks. Yeah. But um, congrats to them. So it should be a good Super Bowl for all you sports fans out there, the Bengals and the Rams. And it's a it's a feel-good story because Joe Burrow is from – or I'm sorry, um, he tore his ACL like the last game last year, and Matt Stafford is finally getting his due diligence by going to the Super Bowl because he was always a good good, good quarterback for the Lions. He just – the Lions just suck and didn't do anything for it's, him. It's, it's, it's nice to see teams that aren't always there. Yes. Right? I, I think yeah. everyone was sick of the Chiefs. Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I guess I haven't watched football enough to be like, the Chiefs are the new hot thing right now. That, the Chiefs like, are the I, new Patriots, to be honest. Ah, that's rough. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just glad Brady Brady didn't make it, so we're good. I mean, he's he's retired now. He no, not necessarily. So, real quick on that, apparently, <laughs> if you guys don't know who Adam Scheffler is, he's like... The he's like the ultimate first reporter guy. So like he heard a rumor that someone said that Brady was retiring, so he put that up there quick. And then Brady's like, I'm not retiring. Like I was yeah, I was it. talking about it, but I'm not officially retiring. So like Adam Scheffler is getting a bunch of flack right now because he always jumps the gun on stuff like that because he wanted to be the first one to say that Brady was retiring. And Brady was kind of pissed off because all these media outlets told the world he was retiring before Brady had a chance to like tell people he was retiring. Yeah, that's what I that's what I heard. Well, that's what I saw. I was like, "Oh, he's retiring. Well, good for that guy. He's he, you know, he's been doing it for like 20 something years or whatever." I'm like, "Dude, you're you're good. Just do whatever you want to do. It's fine." Yeah. And real quick, just just a yes and a yes and yes or no. Do we think Tom Brady should have a last dance? Or do you think he'd be good to hang up the hat right now? So, yes or no, do you think he should have a last dance? I think he I, should just be done. I, he can do whatever he wants. It doesn't like he's certainly. Uh, what's the word for it? Um, so no, like, no is what I just heard. <laughs> I mean, he's permanently engraved in NFL history. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He is. He, he did something that I don't think any quarterback will ever do again, and that is win a Super Bowl in his own stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, yeah. the, the odds of that happening, especially that it was his first year at Tampa, and he did it. Just like yeah. etched him in the legacy. Like if anybody deserves a legacy card, it's Tom Brady. <laughs> That's the way to wrap this up, right there. Let alone, I think he's the most like winningest quarterback for like was it the two thousands, the twenty ten or something. One of the like a decade or something like that was because he had the most Super Bowl wins or something like that. I'm just yeah, I'm like yeah, that Tom, yeah. Tom Brady, the legacy card. I I the do legacy th- for the legacy card. Yes, I do think he'll sign like a one day contract or something with the Patriots. Just that end as a patriot because i mean i don't know how you don't i could see that 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 would be cool he could retire his number and all that that'd be cool yeah yeah that'd be cool but all right that's gonna do it for us on this podcast thanks again for sticking around and hanging out with us um kane welcome back 
Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be back. And this then, was good. This was good to have you back. And then keep an eye out for Kane's new podcast. I don't know what he's going to call it, but I'm sure it's in the makings. Me neither. <laughs> Kane, hey, Kane's Media Corner is kind of catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, we, you, can even, you can even spell corner with a K. There you go. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, we are going to be having the release date for War of Realms on the 16th. I know we're having an event on the 19th for that, so be in tune for that. We'll do our set review probably on the 21st then of that month. And oh, so we won't do it. We won't do it before release date. We'll do it. okay first week after. That yeah, works. we usually wait for actually release date to talk about the figures and stuff like that. Unless That's there's fair. nothing we to talk we about. We don't want to break street date. Yeah, we don't want to break street day like all these other people. Yeah, um, but yeah, thanks again for sticking around. You can go visit our sponsor, Glass Cabinet Hobbies, and use code Clixing at C L I X I N I T to get five percent off your order. Or you can become a patron at patreon.com backslash Clixing. It helps out the show uh, and us helping you give this quality hero clicks knowledge and other knowledge as well. So thanks again. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there, and as always, keep clicking it. And don't get COVID.